Hello and praise the Lord. Welcome to Biblical Moments. This is Evangelist Frank King. Greetings to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In this episode, I want to talk about our faith being put to the test. My friend, the faith of everyone who follows the Lord Jesus Christ will be tested in this life. Today, I will be ministering from the book of Daniel chapter 6, and I will be using the King James Version of the Bible. Today's message is entitled, Faith Under Fire. Sometimes people will hate you just because you love God. Now that sounds ironic because God is love. It's understandable if people hate you or persecute you because you are on the side of a villain or an evildoer. But I'm saying that some people will hate you and persecute you when you are just minding your own business and serving the Lord. In fact, in many countries around the world today, Christians are being persecuted for their faith. Some are being killed in barbaric ways, and all they were doing was minding their own business and serving the Lord. When those things happen, our faith is being tested, and it's what you do when your faith is under fire that reveals the true quality of your relationship with God. Today I want to talk about this prophet by the name of Daniel and his faith that was put to the test. Daniel had been walking with the Lord a long time. And as we shall see, he knew how to handle himself when his faith was under fire. According to Daniel chapter 6 and verse 1, Darius the king had placed 120 men over his kingdom. And then, according to verse 2, he placed three presidents, one of which was Daniel, over those 120 princes. Now he did this to reduce his exposure as a king. In other words, these men he chose were his ambassadors. They were empowered to act on his behalf so that he wouldn't have to get involved. But here is where the problem came about. According to verse 3, this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Actually, this was smart on the part of King Darius. If you want people acting and speaking on your behalf, you want people that will make you look good. That's what effective management is all about, right? getting good people to make you look good so you get the credit. 
Well, the person that will make you look good is the person with an excellent spirit. And the person with an excellent spirit is the one who walks with God. And in this case, the one who walked with God was Daniel the prophet. So the king planned on putting Daniel over everything. That also means he would be over the 120 princes and the presidents mentioned in verses 1 and 2. Understandably, the other leaders did not like what the king was planning to do. So here is how they responded when they found out what the king planned to do. Verse 4. Then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find none occasion nor fault. Forasmuch as he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. The bottom line is that these men became jealous of Daniel. And jealousy is a powerful thing. A man will kill a woman who is guilty of nothing but rejecting him just so that if he can't have her, nobody else will either. Jealousy can cause the best of friends to become the worst of enemies. Yeah, jealousy is a powerful thing. And you see, when you walk with God, favor and blessings and promotions are the norm. Daniel couldn't help the fact that he walked in such favor before the king, but it caused jealousy to raise its ugly head. But the problem is that, according to verse 4, they could find no dirt on Daniel. According to the verse, Daniel was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. And that's what the men who tried to do hurt to Daniel admitted among themselves. They said in verse 5, We shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. In other words, what we need to do is to place Daniel in a position where he is confronted with violating his loyalty to and his love for God. If they could do that, they knew Daniel would stay loyal to God, even if that meant getting him in trouble with the king. So, they go to the king and stroke his ego. They say, King, listen, we all got together and came up with a plan. For the next 30 days, we want you to establish a law that if any man asks anything of a God or of a man except you, O king, that person will be placed in the lion's den. The king loved that idea. It made him as if he were a God. So what did the king do? According to verse 9, King Darius signed the writing and the decree. And you see, when a Median or Persian king, which Darius was, when a Median or a Persian king so signed a decree, it could not be changed or reversed. 
So the king signed the decree. Daniel's faith was put to the test. According to the decree, he was not to talk to God for the next 30 days. Imagine that. But let's see how Daniel responded. According to verse 10, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his window being open in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and give thanks before his God as he did aforetime. When Daniel's faith was under fire, he didn't flinch. He didn't bulge. He didn't compromise. He stayed the course. He continued to pray three times a day as he always had. And you know, those wicked men were lying in wait just to accuse him of violating the king's decree. Most of you listening to this episode know the rest of the story. Daniel was put into the lion's den along with some hungry lions. The king was grieved for Daniel because it turned out that those wicked men had played the king. And once he had signed the decree, he could not alter it. But we also know that when they placed Daniel in the lion's den, God was there with him. And because of that, Daniel came out untouched. Allow me to read the last portion of verse 23. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of hurt was found upon him. Listen, because he believed in his God. You see, if we believe to see the glory of God, my friend, we will see the glory of God. Now think about this. Daniel was brought to Babylon at an early age. The king had ordered his servants to go among the Hebrews and fetch some special Hebrews. No blemish well-favored, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, etc. And from the time Daniel was brought over to the king, he walked faithfully before God. Daniel served under five different kings. And by the time of this event involving the lion's den, he was estimated to be about 90 years old. You would think that with that kind of relationship with God, that God would have spared old man Daniel from being put into the den of lions. But you see, sometimes when God allows our faith to be tested, he is up to something that's bigger than we are. And that's what's happening here. After God had delivered Daniel from the lion's den, King Darius was so impressed that he made this decree according to verse 26. He said, I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom, men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God and steadfast forever and his kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed and his dominion shall be unto the end. 
That was the decree of Darius, a heathen king, after he saw the glory of God. Now, perhaps you and I won't be tested as Daniel was, but for Christians, it's not the exception, but the rule that at one time or another, our faith will be tested. I'm saying that it's not a matter of if, but when. And how well we endure the test will be determined by how faithfully we cultivate our faith. It's like a sport or another kind of contest. If we want to perform well, we have to prepare ourselves. As a pastor, I observe the people who attend the church where I serve. I know those who come to the church building but disappear when the word is being ministered. I know those who come every now and then and you don't know if something's wrong with them one Sunday or if they are taking their normal week off. And I'm not talking about people who have to work or who have special circumstances like tending to an ailing parent. But you know what I mean. I'm talking about those who are just casual in their relationship with God. As a pastor, I know that when their faith is put to the test, again, it's not a matter of if, but when, it's not going to be a pretty sight. We must have depth in our relationship with the Lord so we can stand when our faith is under fire. It was 120 jealous princes and two other presidents that had banded together against one old prophet, Daniel. But Daniel knew something that they did not. That is that it was not 122 jealous men against an old prophet, but 122 jealous men against an old prophet, God Almighty and all of heaven. As Elijah the prophet told his servant in 2 Kings chapter 6 and verse 16, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Because of that, my friend, we can stand firm even when our faith is under fire. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hey, listen, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that you were blessed and challenged as we talk about our faith being under fire. And until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, may heaven's best be yours.